the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two Welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL Here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network Heading into week six of the NFL season. I'm your host, the Cowboy, downtrodden Patriots fan. Joined by the three-man booth. We said we were doing this every week, no matter what happened to our teams. And um, another another week, another two blowouts for our teams. But I am joined by John D'Amato. John, how's it going? Oh, wonderful. Uh, at least I get to talk to you guys. That's the highlight of the week. To, to get over what happens on Sunday. Thanks, John. Always good to talk to you as well. Look forward to getting into uh, getting into the action. And joined by Cowboy Senior. Uh, Cowboy Senior, I know, like myself, Patriots fan, we're licking our wounds. But Cowboy Senior messaged me before the show and said, before we do anything, we just kind of have to kick it over to him because he had something to say. So, Cowboy Senior, the floor is yours. Yep, okay, here we are. Week six, and uh, as you guys both alluded to, we gotta, you know, we gotta take it on the chin, head on, and and uh, accept the neg- the negative, sad, depressing state that our teams are in. And we will get to it. We're not guys that avoid that sort of thing. But I figured maybe we want to kick things off, get the show started at least with some positivity. So I'm going to give you it's week six. And so I'm going to go with the number six. I'm going to tell you that there are six teams (laughs) in the NFL right now who have a legitimate shot at being Super Bowl champs. In fact, I'm going to say I'm going to give the Cowboy senior guarantee, not one particular team, but that one of these six teams will have their asses, will be crowning their asses as Super Bowl champs at the end of the season. Three from each conference. I'll start in the AFC. In the AFC, we have the defending champion Chiefs, we have the Dolphins, and we have the Bills. In the NFC, we have the 49ers, the Eagles, and Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions. And on that note, I'm going to take that loser slogan that we've used that a lot of people have used and say we shit can it as of today no longer will there be let's ride we're going to say let's roar into week six of this week in the nfl well done senior well done thank you you got me all fired up i'm sure the audience is is beyond fired up after that no Bengals, huh? Well, Bengals you know, good. there you go. You know, I guess if, you know, if we would have said eight teams, I would have included the Bengals and the Cowboys. But I'm giving the Cowboys senior guarantee that they're not crashing the party. So senior, it's, I mean, when you told me this, I thought that I thought your your intro, I didn't realize of like, I'm not used to the positivity from you. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I'm used to, you're usually going the other way. 
and I thought, I thought, wow, after after the after how the Patriots performed this week, is he really gonna double down and come on and and trash a team? And you didn't do it, so I give you uh, I give you credit for that. Um, the show's not over. So let's um let's get right into let's get right into the action. There was one game circled on the calendar coming into this week as kind of the game of the year, two powerhouses, prime time. This was um, this was everything you wanted in a football game. It was the Cowboys at the 49ers. And really, the 49ers rolled over. I mean, just destroyed them. Wasn't even a contest. The Cowboys... The Cowboys, to me, didn't look like they even really belonged on the field with this 49ers team. Now, after the game, Micah Parsons kind of alluded to, hey, the Cowboys maybe beat themselves, he said. And he almost looking forward to playing this team again. They just need to clean up a couple of things and they can uh, they can run with with the Niners. Senior, what do you think of that? Yeah, and part of it I saw Parsons was... Um, Responding to Kittles having that fuck Dallas T-shirt that he pulled his shirt up and showed. It's a great said, shirt. It uh, said, yeah, yeah, you're happy now. You'll be sad later or something like that. Yeah, it's real nice. It's real nice to talk like that. But um, this was shortly after the game. And as some people have alluded to and said, Micah, you, you guys had three hours to show what you can do. And that talk is kind of meaningless right now. I mean, they looked completely overmatched, completely dominated by this. And they, that some of them had talked it up as, you know, this is a big, this isn't just a regular, normal regular season game. This is a big game for us. You can't go on and say, no, it was just a normal regular season game. And we lost one big deal. We had a bad game. This means a lot to us. They've knocked us out of the playoffs the last two years. And to go out and get thrashed like that, I can't see how anybody's going to be feeling too much confidence if they face them in, in the playoffs. And, you know, the, the 49ers are outstanding in every facet of the game. As, as I said last week, when I, I picked them to win, but no, I didn't pick them to destroy them like this. But I said they're, they're just a more complete team. They're such a complete team. And basically, if you, if you don't let the Cowboys get ahead of you, you've got a real good chance. And they did things on offense that they're so diverse that they're hard to defend. And they also can run the ball right at guys like Parsons. They they did an incredible job on him. And their defense, I would think, is is the best defense in the NFL. And um, Greenlaw and uh, Fred Warner had incredible games. And it was, it was a snowball effect. They destroyed them. <laughs> I mean, when you look at the final score, it could have been worse because they called off the dogs after the third quarter and pu- pulled their starters. So how about them Cowboys? Yeah. So, John, I think I senior think- senior makes a good point there where he says and the he's right. The Cowboys said all week that this isn't just a regular season game for us. This is a big game. Little did we know that they would go out there and treat it like a playoff game. <laughs> uh, very disappointed. I'm embarrassed that I, I picked the Cowboys. Uh, I figured because of that, they would they, they usually save their best for the uh, regular season and then and then shit it in the playoffs. But here they put they, too uh, much pressure on themselves for this yeah. one, John. <laughs> they said we're treating this like a postseason game and got the same result. 
uh, as, as much as I enjoyed, I was I was disappointed. I want to see I want to see a good game, a, a good battle. But this was a mismatch from the start. Uh, it's a uh, it it's probably got to do with a with a coach, coaching mis, mis, uh, mismatch as a uh, as, as Shanahan's really uh, got the better of of, of McCarthy. Uh, you know, in all facets and, uh, you know, both sides of the line, you know, often their offensive line that dominates Dallas's defensive line and uh, and their defensive line dominates Dallas's offensive line. So there's really not much. I, I mean, it, just just like it comes down to all, to all the teams that are struggling. Uh, you can blame the quarterback. Sure, sure. That, you know, Dak takes a lot of heat, but uh, it, it was just total domination. And uh, you, you notice that even uh, some of the analysts are, are getting into it, uh, kind of like we do as a, you know, a semi-amateur uh, analyst where, where you always jump on the quarterback. Even, uh, what was it, uh, Dante Whitner, uh, for the, uh, when they asked him, uh, you know, X-49, when they asked him after the game, is the first thing he said was, Dak Prescott sucks. I mean, but that's, that's like a typical Roger uh, junior analysis oh. of, of of 30 of the 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. That's, uh, you know, I mean, I mean that game's not lot, all on Dak. I mean, of course, but, but it snowballed at the end with the interceptions. Yeah. I mean, he didn't play good, but, yeah, but, I, but if you take that out of, out of that game, I, I, I take that they were just totally dominated. Of, of, but some guys are saying, "Oh, the difference was Purdy over Dak." That's that's just a little, you know, that's a little ridiculous. If if you put him, if you put Purdy, if you put you know Purdy on Dallas and Dak on the Niners, and same result. Yeah. And like, I think so. I mean, Dallas is not a bad team by any stretch, right? The San Francisco, I think, is just a really bad matchup for them, just yeah, in, but, gen- but, in general. But now you got to question how good is Dallas? Oh, look at the they beat they beaten uh, the thirty first uh, the team in the league, the thirty second team in the league, and and the Jets who are uh, you know improved. It's, yeah, well, come on, <laughs> <laughs> we, we we can't we, just we, kidding. We, us two can't throw that shot right now with the state of our team. But yeah, but but who is you know Dallas got to put a good one up. Uh, and they did lose to the Cardinals. Monday. Yeah, so I guess we'll see uh, <laughs> Monday. That'll be a you know that'll be a decent win, I guess. The Chargers. Uh, you know, all you gotta do is keep it close and and hope for uh, you know hope for their coach yeah. to to make a decision. Hopefully, hopefully it comes down to coaching where where McCarthy's got a chance to to outcoach his opponent. McCarthy and Staley, <laughs> they're both playing checkers. Um, <laughs> I mean that game's like a home game too. That game, I mean that game's going to be like a home game for the Cowboys. There might not be five Chargers fans in in the stadium in yeah. Los Angeles, yeah. um, but just a, I mean the, the not like there's always overreaction theater to this too. Where of course now the Niners look totally unbeatable, right? And um, you know the Cowboys are awful. I think the, the truth somewhere in the middle, right? But the Cowboys, like I, I would be concerned if I were a Cowboys fan, that this is just another season of not quite good enough because it's real tough to see them beating the Niners and the Eagles are kind of a bad matchup for them too, like on paper. So like the two, the two best teams in the NFC, I think both kind of have their number. And I mean, the chances of getting to the Super Bowl. I mean, you're going to have to go through at least one of those, right? If not, yeah, both. because both uh, San Fran and uh, Philly, they got those devastating offensive lines that that, that neutralize, uh, you know, Parsons' uh, speed and uh, and Dallas's speed on defense. So hey, you know, both, uh, both bad that, matchups. That team from Mo- from Motown, 
has a really good offensive line too. Wouldn't yeah. it be sweet to see them knock them out of the playoffs? <laughs> there you go. Getting ahead it's of myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got to look forward to is the, the, the Dallas elimination. I mean, they're uh, three and two. The playoffs are no are no guarantee, senior. Like, I mean, they could very well. They could. You know, I mean, it would not be a huge shock if the the Chargers win that game, and now, yeah. you know, the Cowboys are on the outside looking in, probably at three and three, right? Yeah. But, oh, but as far happens. as uh, as far as the Forty Nine ers are concerned. You, you, they just gotta, it's gotta hope they don't peak too early and and avoid those major injuries that have uh, that have that have killed them. Uh, they 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 usually, uh, you know, the past couple years they get a major injury in December that uh, that hurts them. They gotta keep the guys healthy, like you know, major guys like Trent Williams or. Uh, yeah. yeah, they also on, they on ran defense. off the quarterbacks yeah. last year. Yeah. Playoffs. All right, so that was a. Um... So I think senior, we're getting a little feedback from your from your speaker. So if you're not talking, if you could if you could mute. And and also Kittle, if you if you have a, a fuck Philly uh, t-shirt uh, somewhere in your closet, you know you might want to save that for you know January. I mean that's the game. I mean <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that, that you know. Uh, if it comes down to those two again, you really got to favor San Francisco. If they're healthy, you know that they want that freaking conference title game back that they thought they think they were going to win without those injuries, right? Yeah, but it, it looks so obvious that it's going to be, uh, you know, them two again in rematch. But like, you know, like Senior says, uh, look out for Detroit or or another dark horse team. So you never know. It's, it's still early. Yeah, absolutely. It is still early. And there's 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 injuries every week. Right. Big, big injuries every week. So things can turn on a dime. But yeah. So this week we do have we have Chargers, Cowboys and we have the the Niners have a tough game this week at Cleveland, Cleveland coming off a bye, Um, maybe coming in a little under the radar because they got thumped by Baltimore with the backup quarterback um, going into the bye. But this is a really good defense in Cleveland. Um, so let's, let's talk about both of those games. So John, San Francisco, Cleveland, Dallas chargers. Who do you like in those games? I like Dallas to bounce back. Uh, first of all, on Monday night, the, uh, as much as, uh, you know, we crack on them, they usually, uh, they usually come through in the, after a, after a bad loss like this. Uh, they they rarely lose uh, two games in a row. So, although the Chargers coming off the bye, will be nice to rest them and get the extra game Monday. And uh, they're used to you know playing in front of a, a road crowd at home. They're used to that. So it, it's gonna it's gonna be a tight one. But uh, as I stated before, it'll come down to the end, and uh, uh, McCarthy will outcoach Staley in at the end. <laughs> And yes, for for two in a row, uh, for the 49ers and Browns, I I think the the Niners might be a little uh, overconfident uh, coming into this one, and uh, they're not going to go undefeated. They'll, they'll probably win a division, run away with a 13 and three. But uh, I think this might might be an upset special here, and uh, especially if if Deshaun plays, uh, I'm I'm going to go with uh, Cleveland here. All right, so we got Cleveland and Dallas senior. Okay, I'll do the first one quick. I think the 49ers will take care of Cleveland. Cleveland's got a nice nice team. Their defense has been playing good, but trying to stop that diverse offense that the Niners have is a whole whole different ball game. 
It's not just getting after the quarterback. They they do so many things well. And um, the I I think the 49er defense can can really more than slow down the Cleveland offense. So especially remember there there's still uh, no Nick Chubb too. So I like the 49ers without that much trouble. And the other game, it's going to come down to about a minute and a half left in the game. The Chargers lead by five or six, fourth and a foot from their own five-yard line. <laughs> Staley goes for it. The Cowboys get a touchdown and win. So I, I like the Cowboys to win the game for, for a, a number of reasons. Uh, the Chargers really throw the ball all over the lot and haven't gotten much of a running game going so far this year. And that plays right into the Cowboys' hands. If the Cowboys can get a lead, then they pin their ears back and it could be a rough a rough day for Justin Herbert. So uh, I like the Cowboys to bounce back and win Monday night. All right. And so for myself, um, I also like San Francisco. Um, Watson, it doesn't look like is totally healthy. So I think I think it's a low scoring game, but I like San Francisco to eke it out. The Monday night one, I think, is probably the most difficult game of the week to call because you have the Chargers coming off a bye, Eckler's Eckler coming back. So they're going to be as, um, you know, basically at full strength. Obviously, Mike Williams is, is yeah, hurt. Eckler is back. Yeah. He and, Eckler, though, he hasn't run the ball much this year. No, so but but. The Chargers defense has really, really not been good. Um, so you would think Dallas is going to be able to get some, you know, score some points on them. So can the Chargers score on that Dallas D? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that the the Niners loss was, was one of those season-altering events. And I think things snowball. They lose a close one here to the to the Chargers, and it is um, DefCon three panic time in in Dallas. That's my pick. Uh, All right, senior, we have that that feedback again. So, all right, so we have we had a number of a uh, number of other good games this week. The one that we had talked about a bit. Uh, maybe not the marquee matchup, but but an important one was the Jets at Denver. So I think the three of us all picked the Jets, and there were only a couple of other games where the three of us were in agreement, and I believe that the others all lost. So coming into <laughs> coming coming into Sunday afternoon, I thought we may have accidentally put the this week in the NFL jinx on the Jets. And then watching the game, I was sure of it because they Denver came out, Russ was cooking, they're up, and eventually the Jets figured out that you can just hand the ball off against Denver and they have no um, no no defense for that. So that was really the turning point in the game. Brees Hall goes crazy. Denver is really bad because I felt like the Jets kind of tried to give this game away on, on multiple occasions and Denver just refused, just refused to take it. Um, low key. I think Denver, Denver might be the worst team in the league. 
Um, the Patriots and Giants also could <laughs> be the worst teams in the league. But there's, I think, I think those three, and maybe Carolina. But I think Carolina is like at least their their defense is a little better. But I think those three are probably the worst three teams in the NFL. Um, Denver, horrible, horrible, horrible. But the Jets get a win. The Jets go to two and three, so that's a season-saving win. And their reward is the Eagles coming to town this week. Denver playing Thursday night football in a barn burner at Kansas City. You know, let's see. I mean, I guess the the, the fun in that game will be how many points will the Chiefs score? Because that's really the only drama. But... Philly at the Jets, John. Any any way the Jets keep this keep this going? Get Philly, um, get 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 the get the zero away from Philly. Give them their first loss in New York. It's a big game for them. There there is a way. Uh, the, the the Jets, uh, um, they they look they're looking pretty impressive. Uh, they, they they hung in there the last, you know, they obviously they hung in there versus the, versus the chiefs and uh, they pulled this one out in the uh, Hackett revenge game. Uh, but uh, it, it's tough. They got history. They've never beaten the Eagles in, uh, in uh, history. And uh, there are, they are at home though. So they got the, uh, the four o'clock game, but the, the Eagles, uh, you know, everybody's talking about the, them struggling on offense with the, with the new coordinator, but uh Still, uh, I look for them to go six and zero here, and the Jets will keep it tight. But uh, I don't see the first loss coming this week for the Eagles. All right, so John's going Eagles. Senior thoughts on Jets, Broncos, and then Jets, Jets, Eagles. Yeah, Jets, Broncos. I guess nice win for the Jets, but you got to qualify it when you're playing the Broncos, right? I mean, they're awful. They are really bad, aren't they? The defense is atrocious. So, yeah, the Jets offense, I mean, Brees Hall, great player, great player, and, and he went off. I don't see him doing I, – I don't, I'm not saying he's not going to get any good runs, but I don't see him going off like that against the Eagles front. You For don't think thing, he'll have an 80-yard touchdown against the Eagles where nobody even touches him? No, I don't see that happening. <laughs> the Eagles the – Eagles, the Eagles defensive front is really good. They were they I mean they were really good already and this uh the rookie Jalen Carter is an absolute beast. And uh the Jets had a big injury to their offensive line Sunday. So that's that's something that they didn't need, that's for sure. Something that Zach Wilson doesn't need. It's a it's a horrible matchup for the Jets. Uh, I I I don't I don't see them beating the Eagles the way the Eagles are really, really good. Their strength is their biggest strength is the trenches right on both sides of the ball. And that's that's just going to, you know, their, their offensive line is good enough to to do some work, even against the, the strong Jets defensive front. And their defensive line is going to just decimate the Jets. I see turnovers from Wilson. I see if they have trouble running the ball and no, not happening. It's definitely an Eagles win. They go to five and zero or six and zero. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I see it the same way. Um, it was a nice win for the Jets against Denver, but Denver, 
Denver is just so awful. That's why it is the cow. It was the cow, cowboy lock of the year. And, and I mean, and it was nice. They did it for Hackett. Like I Absolutely. thought that, 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 that was cool. Um, but Philly's a whole different, a whole different animal. I don't, I mean, I think Philly's going to be able, like I, the Jets defense, I think is a little bit overrated. Like Denver got some, got some work done against them, both running and passing. Um, so I think the Jets are going to have to score some points to keep up with Philly. And I just don't see it happening with uh, against that defense. So Philly. So maybe maybe we jinxed the Eagles here. And then do I either of you see Thursday night any differently? Potential letdown on a short week where Kansas City just doesn't take the horrible Broncos seriously or Chiefs in a walk. I see it as Chiefs in a walk. A chance for the Chiefs to to flex their muscles, where they you know they haven't been that impressive yet this year, but we've seen that from them early in seasons, and they they end up turning it around. Also, um, it's not a hundred percent sure that Kelsey's going to play. He went out with that knee injury and, and and came back in and scored a touchdown, but I don't I don't know if even know if he's practiced yet this week. But the the story was that um, when he went to the sidelines what the trainer and training staff said to him was shake it off, Travis. Oh, wow. senior. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> okay. One more comment about the, the Hackett thing. Um, the Hackett thing. Worst, worst coaching job in NFL history last year, according to the great Sean Payton. After five games last year with that worst coaching job in history, they were two and three. This year, the same team is one and four. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we can lay it all on Nathaniel Hackett. What happened last year? No, no, no. That, I mean, he like, 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 like he he did do a pretty a pretty awful job last year. But Peyton Peyton's an asshole for for totally. You know, totally. You, you know, you just don't you just don't do that. You know, like you just don't do that. Um. And it's it's an odd it's odd that Peyton even took this job because I mean it was it was pretty clear they they weren't going to be like a Super Bowl contender no matter what and it, it I mean it looks like they need a full rebuild and it's like it's weird that he would he would be around for something like that but maybe maybe it was the dollar signs yeah had to be but that idiotic comment good for him. And supposedly he still hasn't apologized to hack at what he said he was going to. He's just a, he's just a jerk. <laughs> All right. So he'll most likely can get a come more of a comeuppance in a season full of them this uh, this Thursday. <laughs> uh, speaking of Thursday, we we recorded uh, Wednesday. Did not post until I think it was Friday morning actually. Um, Bears at Commanders. This was one of the games. All three of us were on the Commanders. The Bears. And, and holy moly, two weeks in a row, the Bears, the Bears offense has completely turned themselves around. DJ Moore looked like Jerry Rice. It was a, a very, very impressive performance. Did not look fluky watching the game. Um, tough tough performance by the commanders on both sides of the ball. Like, I mean, that was, that, that was pretty ugly, but what do you think senior? Are the bears mediocre? Well, 
I and would, I mean that complimentary because they looked like the worst team in football two weeks ago. I right now, in all honesty, I'm more optimistic about their future. Not not even talking about the rest of this year, but you know the near future with with what they have than I am about our home team's future. So. Yeah, they, they they have reason to be hopeful. We was everybody was saying it at the end of last year, even though they weren't winning, because you know Fields was starting to play better. Now, okay, the performance against Denver, you had to qualify it right and say it was against the Broncos D. But this game, I think he was even more impressive because this game, the game, the game against Denver, it was like all with his arm, which is kind of different. This game, he did it with his arms and with his legs. Against a defense that's not a total joke, you know. And this this is the topsy turvy NFL too, where the the week before the game before, right? Uh, I think it was the week or the week before. It was the week before the Commanders had almost, almost beat, beat Philly. the Eagles. They played great, and then they come out and get completely thumped by the Bears. So, man, the NFL can be hard to predict, other than a few, you know, a few teams that are excellent and a few teams that are awful. But yeah, the bit. The Bears' offense is not bad at all. It's, it's too bad Khalil Herbert got hurt because he's been running well, too. But still, their offense was playing awful at the beginning of the year. But they're starting to round into form, and they're not bad at all. What they have to do to become a, you know, to become a decent team in the future is they have to start using they, – they've got two, high, two real high draft picks next year. They've got to start addressing the, the other side of the ball and build up that defense. Yeah, I mean, at least at least like games like that, they're fun to watch. So they're the, the, the Bears game is almost always exciting. It's always yeah, there's got, always a lot of offense, at least from one team. And they got a they got a guy in you know what we everybody talks about most important position, highest paid position. That's a guy that you can feel pretty good about. Like you know you you you, you hit it pretty good with that draft pick. I think I think he's I think he's going to be a very good quarterback. So yeah, the Bears. I'm not racking on them. Man, it's a tough spot, though. So let's say they let's say they improve, right? And they go, I'll just throw a number out there, 6-11. and 11, And Fields maybe isn't throwing four touchdown passes every week, but definitely shows improvement. But then let's say Carolina's pick ends up being first overall. It's such a tough spot for the Bears, because how do you not take Caleb Williams, right? Uh, well, if you if you think you can't if if he gets that much hype that he's gonna be the can't miss quarterback, you know Trevor Lawrence type hype, you know you could get a lot for that pick to help build your defense. The hype is there. The hype is there. Yeah, <laughs> Unless he gets guys hurt. Like guys with the hype, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that he's gonna be better than Justin yeah. Fields. You already know Fields can play in the NFL. In all honesty, I wouldn't trade Fields. I would trade the pick because I think you get more for it also. All right. Well, we'll see. It would be a nice problem for the Bears to have. So the Bears, the Bears with a very winnable game this week. Yes, Minnesota. Vikings coming into Chicago. The Vikings (laughs) coming off a real tough loss to Kansas City. I thought they played pretty well in that game. So. I, I'm not a complaint about the officials guy, but there was some pretty dubious officiating at the at the end of that game. Um, yep. I don't think anything nefarious, but it was uh, it was just very poor, very poorly officiated on that fourth down play. Um, it certainly looked like pass interference. And then, like what Kevin O'Connell was saying, um, 
took his helmet off, which should just be an, an automatic 15 in first down. And the, the ref told him to put the helmet back on and didn't yeah. throw it, didn't throw the flag. So that that's a real tough loss for Minnesota. That But it's like all that you don't want to say luck, but all that, you know, kind of good fortune they had in close games last year. The, you know, they, there's that reversion to the mean, and that's happening now. They can't win a one-score game. So they're one and four, and Justin Jefferson's down for full minimum of four weeks. Chances are it's probably more than that. It could be the season, given he doesn't have a contract and given that they're going nowhere. So you have a depleted Minnesota team coming into Chicago. I like the Bears in this game. I think every, every, everything in this game points to a Bears victory for me. The Minnesota defense sucks. So Fields should be able to get work done. And I think it'll be a little, it'll be a bit of a shootout, right? Because the Bears defense, even even Minnesota without Jefferson, they're still going to give up some points. But I think I think the Bears, I think the, Bear, the Bears get their second win here. John? Yeah, high scoring game. I, li- I like the Bears too. I, especially I like the way they, they ran it right down, uh, right, right down the commander's uh, throats there. They, they really stuck it to him. I, I think the commanders, uh, took them real lightly. Uh, they, they were, they were like, Oh, we almost beat the Eagles. So the bears should be no problem. And, uh, there was, uh, psychologically they, they took the bears lightly, which shouldn't bears offense, very impressive. And, uh, they got a couple chances here. They, they got, the, this game, they couldn't, they could get themselves on a on a real uh, winning streak there if they beat Minnesota and they, you know they got Vegas next week so all of a sudden you're looking at three and four and uh, and wild card contention instead of talking about the uh, number one draft pick. Senior, uh, clean sweep. I like the Bears for all, <laughs> oh, no. all the reasons that you guys said. <laughs> the three man mush in effect. Yeah. Sorry guys. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If that happens, if if we don't mush them and they win this game, wouldn't Minnesota? If you're Minnesota, with Jefferson out now, and you don't, and you'd be one and five. If there was ever a team that might want to tank, you know, trade Cousins for almost anything, you could find a taker, the Jets or somebody, go into the tank, get that number one pick. What better landing spot for Caleb Williams, right? You reunite him with Jordan Addison. He's he'd have Justin Jefferson, a team that's offensive minded that 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 has a good history. That isn't this joke of a team, you know. They'll they'll try to win, try to short things up. I could see it. I could see it. It would make a whole lot of sense. Time to it go is, into the tank for the Vikings. Uh, it's a heck of, a heck of, heck of a landing spot for. Caleb Williams, but I mean, there are some bad teams, so yeah. you gotta be, you gotta be. <laughs> there's gotta about fifteen. There's about fifteen teams that are thinking that way. So, uh, <laughs> oh gosh. And then the the Commanders go to Atlanta. So Atlanta with a nice hard fought win against Houston. Um, Ritter heard us talking about. I actually I watched. So Ryder and I watched the the whole second half of this game after his great. game. It's one of the best games. Uh, oh, it's a great well, game. And, um, under the radar. I told Ryder but on the way, I, on, I was like, you got to watch Ritter. He's awful. I, I trashed him on the show, and he, he probably played his best game as a pro. So that was a uh, credit to yeah. you, Desmond. I hope you have more games like that because he, he used he used the weapons at his disposal, which is nice. Pitts had a good game. London had a good game. Um, and Houston 
the future's real bright there. Stroud is the real deal. Like he drove them right down the field at the end. And, you know, unfortunately the defense couldn't, couldn't stop Atlanta from for the last second field goal, but just good back and forth game between two good young up and coming teams. Um, I, I, I like both of those teams. Washington yeah. at Atlanta. I'll tell you, I don't like Washington. I think it was any positivity, I think, was smoke and mirrors. Howell, he just isn't it. I don't think he's it. John, right, John. And, um, Always the quarterback. I know. No. <laughs> I am going to go with the Falcons relatively comfortably. Yeah, the Falcons don't usually do comfortably, but I think based on based on how the Bears ran on Washington, I think Atlanta's going to can are going to have the ball for like 3 quarters of that game time of possession and just, you know, kind of a 20 24-7ish victory over over the Commanders. John yeah, I'm going uh, Falcons to a uh, big difference at home, uh, how they play. And uh, uh, the commanders, you saw uh, their new owner, uh, Magic, was uh, very disappointed and uh, and had some criticisms for his team. I, I think uh, the, he's going to see a lot more than that. He's going to be uh, he's gonna be wishing he invested in, in something else uh, as this season goes on. But uh, definitely like the Falcons uh, probably comfortably in this game. Yeah. Senior. Oh, it's going to be another sweep, and we got <laughs> the three-man mush. <laughs> you know, and you never, you know, we'll find out is it, are the commanders really not really good at all, or is it the you know the commanders from two weeks ago shows up and you know be could be this uh very unpredictable team, who knows? But yeah, I I like Atlanta in this game. I like them to run the ball on them, like like Cowboys said. And, Ritter to just take care of the ball and do enough. You know, I don't see the commanders scoring a ton of points. So, yeah, I like Atlanta. And the other thing about that game, that it was a really fun game to watch. But how about, how about that play, that catch and, and run? Bijan. Touchdown. That, yeah. that ridiculous. What an athlete. I don't know. It all, and if they showed it on uh, from the overhead cam, I saw it today somewhere watching the NFL Network. And when he caught it and, and the move he put on the guy catching it, it looked like uh, a point guard move where he pulls the ball mm. way back behind him. Mm. It, was, <laughs> it was incredible. I mean, what a, what, what a player that guy. Yeah, the, the, the so-called pass was like uh, like, like on his ass. And he, he reached yeah. the high. Incredible. <laughs> Just an incredible play. The kid's <laughs> incredible. I mean – he might, he, I mean, he might be like the second best running back in the NFL right now. I mean, he doesn't get as, you know, he's splitting yeah. carries. He's got, he's yeah, not, you got to keep not, healthy. Well. Not in the world's greatest offense, but that run pass. I mean, the pass catching skill set he has, along with, I mean, he's already had a number of runs like, like where he just leaves guys looking just helpless completely like makes guys fall down. He's got a little Barry in him. It's a, it's, he's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, certainly yeah. is. Yeah. With these running backs all about staying healthy. Uh, you know, who, who's going to go down next? You see uh, Miami, a chain uh, went, went down. So it's uh, yeah. Connor. Connor yeah. went down as well. Yeah. He's out for multiple weeks. And, um, and Herbert, Herbert looks like he's out for, for some time yeah. as well. 
Chubb, it's a tough position to stay healthy. You just, for the sake of the league, you hope Christian McCaffrey stays healthy because he's such uh, a huge part of what they do. And uh, uh, he doesn't have the, the world's greatest injury history. Yeah, well, at least he got paid before. <laughs> it's true. That's true. He, he's making he's making bank. He he's worth it. He is a guy that's worth it. So I was kind of wanting to avoid this, but I think I think we we we, we have to talk about it. So we had um, New Orleans go to New England and beat the Patriots thirty four to zero. So the margin of victory, the thirty four, was the the highest for the week. We the Patriots somehow lost worse than the Cowboys did against San Francisco and um, not a whole lot to say on the positive broken offense, injured defense, like right away there was the pick six and the crowd, they lost the crowd in the past. Like, you know, it's always been darkest before the dawn with the Pats and they've been able to turn things around, but just you know, looking at it objectively, when I watch that team and I look at the, the personnel and I look at the personnel of some other teams, it like truly, I think it, it truly is the, the worst offense in the whole NFL. And it's a sad thing to say, but it's, it's just, it's impossible to win with an offense that just can't move the ball. So I think, I think it's ugly senior. I don't see it turning around anytime soon. How about you? Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't see any, we're on to Cincinnati moment or something like that. I, or after they lost to the Bills, 38, 31, nothing on opening day one year. And no, I don't see it. I mean, the offense, right, not, right, right where you start your offense, the offensive line is a sieve. They're terrible. It's the worst wide receiver group in the league. Mac isn't good enough to rise them above that. That's for sure. He's, he's really struggling. He's broken right now. Uh, yeah, and it's awful. And their calling card was their defense, right? Last year, they managed to have a, you know, have at least play respectable football because because the defense could keep them in every game. And now that they've lost Matt Judon, who's their best defensive player and the leader out there, and Christian Gonzalez, who looks so good on the on the quarter, the defense isn't good enough. They're for one thing, they're on the field all the time. So they have to be real good to to sustain anything. So if you you really look at the personnel as a whole on the whole team, and oh man, it's it's hard to think that it's going to it's we're not in for a, a few bad years. I don't see any miracle quick fix. This is this is going to be a project to fix this. I mean. What I referred to the on the Cincinnati moment, you would get quotes like that from Belichick in those days. I think he, I think he's smart enough. He knows too. Like instead of saying stuff like that now, after this one, he said, "We have to start over." I mean, I don't know how you start over. I don't know what that means, but probably the worst two weeks in a row that you could ever experience as an NFL team, right? I mean, okay, got thrashed by the by. Uh, Cowboys, they got going downhill. They can do that to you. That's, you know, we tried to at least say that, but this New Orleans team did not look like anything great coming in and with Carr's shoulder hurt and everything else. And 
to lose 34 to nothing to that team. I think, you know, I know, John, you're not happy with your G-men and everything, but there's nobody in worse shape than the Pats right now. I think I think the whole team is in the worst shape of any team in the NFL. It's hard to say. I'm not going to cry about it because I see you sound like an idiot if you cry as a Patriot fan. And people, nobody's going to feel bad for you because of all the success the Pats have had. But we're in the worst shape of any team in the NFL. That's bit pure and simple. So, senior, I got some breaking news here for you that might cheer you up. It's a, it's for a different sport. Um, well, it's so it looks like I'm seeing. It looks like Charles Oliveira is out of the UFC uh, 294 with an injury, and they are making or trying to make Makachev versus Volkanovski too. That quickly? Yes. We'll see. Try to get Volk to fight next week. Yeah, well, he—that's that, what it sounds like they're trying to do. So he doesn't have to cut weight. <laughs> no, if I was him, I'd say I'd say no. But these guys are a different cut. That's crazy to take a fight against that guy on this on a week and a half's notice. That's nuts. We'll see. It's only—it looks like it's all rumor at this point. But I just thought I would say it. And um. Yeah, so for the for the for the Pats, I, the one thing I would ask, senior, do you think Belichick is 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 this it, or do you think he is he's just he's going to hang on until he has that record one way or the other? Uh, I mean, most I, I mean I can't say I'm sure of this, but I would think that it's pretty much up to him that he would be a hard guy to let go. I don't know if Kraft could would do it. But yeah, why was he? Why does he want to? Hit this? Unless he really believes that he can turn this around. I mean, he's, he's not a youngster. I don't know why he would hang on much longer after this season. But we'll see. And uh, you know, some people, you know, that's we talk about the quarterback getting the blame game. I mean, you you know, the the great majority of local fans are putting all the blame on him and saying he has to go. I don't think there's anybody who's going to come in here and fix this quick. Like, you know, we got a different coach and GM next year. The Pats aren't going to be suddenly good. This is going to take time, no matter who does it. And I don't know. I don't know if he can. I don't think he has it. He can stick around long enough to fix it. He wants the record, but it's going to be tough to get there if you only win two, three games a season. Really? Yeah, that's doing it the hard way. But so anyhow, the Pats heading to Vegas, Vegas coming off a um, victory um, on Monday night over Green Bay. And really what was not a very good game, um, oh, bo- neither team played very well. On paper, it's a winnable game for the Patriots, but I think it's a tough it's tough to pick them to beat anybody at this point. Um, so I'll, I'll go with Vegas. John? Uh, I think it's going to be about 20 to 20 going into the last uh, couple minutes and uh, maybe heading like heading into overtime and uh, the Pats will have the ball in the last play of the game. And, oh, gosh. Uh, maybe a lateral will go a little awry <laughs> and uh, the Raiders are going to pull it out 26-20. Uh, I was going to say, if the Pats have 20, <laughs> I mean, that's a that's an explosion of offense. <laughs> yeah. I thought. 
I thought you were going to have us have the Pats winning it with the field goal at the end. And I, I sorry, said, oh, I said Ryland will probably miss it. He's about fifty percent this year, and if you look at Tennessee, Nick Folk hasn't missed a field goal or an extra point yet. He's like fourteen for fourteen on field goals, and so just another great decision there. But uh, yeah, I I say uh, you know Josh beats Bill in this one just because the Patriots are that bad. And every time I watch, like obviously it was a it was a a prime time game. So, you, you know, it was the only game to watch. So we watched the Raiders. I am so impressed with, with Max, Max Crosby. The more I watch him, the, that guy is just a monster. He's got, he's got a motor that never stops, stops running. When they talk about, you know, Parsons and all these great pass rushers and Bosa, man, you, you got to put him in there with all of them. He's, he's relentless and on a bad team too. And he just, keeps the fire burning. I really like that guy. But anyway, yeah, that is, the Raiders win. How can you pick the Patriots to beat anybody right now? All right, we got a clean sweep for the Raiders. Hopefully we jinx. Hopefully that means Pat's victory. So <laughs> after all that, if the Patriots beat the beat Vegas and Philly beats the Jets, the Patriots and the Jets will be tied. It doesn't feel that way, but that is the reality. With the Patriots having the tiebreaker, right? Because they beat them head to head. There you go. All right. And John, now you got to go through it. I'm sorry. So, oh, um, boy. 31 16 in a game where, and I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but the game. It wasn't as close. It wasn't as close as the score. Miami moved the ball up and down the field at will. I mean, they have an incredible offense. Um, Tua threw a you know pick six on the goal line, 102 yard return. Um, and the G men, it looked like they might, they might, they might get the backdoor cover, but not. It was not meant to be. And uh, uh, Daniel Jones went down. The offense looked a little more functional with Tyrod Taylor. I don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> or a bad thing, but similar to the Patriots here, not looking good. That was uh, so that was seven points by the defense. So that's nine points of offense by the offense against Miami, who doesn't really have a good defense. Um, so Giants offense broken as well, John. Any light at the end of the tunnel here or lost season? Yeah, it's a lost season. It's uh, the, They didn't have enough depth in their offensive line where one guy goes down, Andrew Thomas, and, and the whole line uh, falls apart. Uh, also, it's due to you know, poor poor draft uh, decisions. Obviously, Evan Neal is a bust. Uh, if he if he doesn't get it together in, in the second, you know, you usually give him a, you know, an offensive lineman a break the first year, they struggle. But the, the second year is, is uh, looking even worse. And, uh, you know, other questionable decisions he used a high draft pick on a five foot seven uh, receiver, Wandell Robinson, where, you know, some offensive line depth might have uh, come in handy there. So just uh, a lot of uh, rough decisions. Uh, obviously, they, they rolled the dice uh, when they when they took over. They didn't sign uh, Jones to the uh, fifth year extension and uh, they rolled the dice because it was obvious that they were. We're, we're banking on, you know, going four and 13 last year and getting one of the top quarterbacks. And then everything kind of surprised. And, 
but in a way, it uh, it turns out it was a bad thing because they uh, they they rolled the dice and they gave Jones the forty million, even though the, the, the two years is guaranteed. There's a there's a lot of dead cap money that's gonna uh, that's gonna hurt them. So they're gonna be like like all the other uh, teams we talked about, ten or fifteen teams looking the to, to you know for this uh, quarterback of bonanza and and it, and not necessarily uh just like last year at this time we were everybody was talking uh, Bryce Young and and now it looks like that that Stroud is the you know, the top quarterback of the draft. So, you know, maybe it won't be Caleb Williams, who also doesn't necessarily have to come out, you know, and with denial now and these guys getting paid, if if, if he sees that the, the 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 team with the number one pick isn't to his likings, he might not come out. So there, there'll be other guys that, you know, we, we don't talk about as much like Drake May or, or you or somebody, Shador Shaw. So you never know, but that that's... Uh, that's that's where the Giants gonna gonna be at next year, and also you know they're stuck with uh, uh, paying Jones a, a lot of money. Uh, they they made the uh, they obviously made the wrong decisions there. There wasn't uh, there there wasn't uh, many choices. Uh, I I I said that the reason why they made the decisions because they didn't have the backup plan. The uh, the other options there weren't uh, as enticing, but they probably should have should have let him go. At least they would have had that you know that 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 cap money. Now they're gonna be suffering with that dead cap money that they they have to after they they drop him after the second year so yeah. but but, uh, but also it's uh, it goes to what we're saying uh, you know it's not always on the quarterback you put Brock Purdy in the uh, Giants offense i don't think he's going to He's gonna do what he's doing. The, li- the line, is, the line, the yeah. line is a is a disgrace. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, like watch that watching the games, like, like Jones is not. I mean, he's not great, but he is not like the whole problem. I mean, no nobody would be successful behind that yeah. offensive line. He's got he's got no time. Period. Yeah. No yeah. time. Always hurt. And even though there were there were a couple plays like like Waller could have made a you know it wasn't exactly a drop but a guy you know it was a 50-50 ball that he could have came down with the you know for a touchdown and it would have made a game earlier just stuff like that it, all the stuff that went their way last year isn't going their way this year so it's definitely a it's definitely a lost season and uh, not much to look forward to except for Thanksgiving weekend November twenty sixth a big uh, big battle versus the Patriots uh, who, who knows how many wins uh, both those teams will have going into that battle. <laughs> The game will be a friggin' zero-zero tie. Um, <laughs> so the the Giants, I mean, this is nah, there's no it's a tough, uh, tough, yeah. don't, don't tough spot to this week. Um, yeah. so even though Buffalo, unfortunately, yeah. uh, unfortunately, no flex available this early this early in the season. Yeah. Uh, it's e- a, even though coming uh, off loss in prime time is probably uh, probably going to spell bad news for the G-men. Yeah, even though Buffalo's losing, uh, you know, lost Milano, they they they're losing the the devastating, you know, key guys to their defense, but they'll still have enough, I think, to get by the uh, Giants. Saquon will probably be back. Nah, uh, doesn't look it. Doesn't look it. No. Nah. <laughs> then, then again, <laughs> you never know, uh, You never know, but I, I I think Buffalo probably rolls them. Senior, you think you smelling an upset here or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, no we're, gonna, we're gonna do you a favor and put the mush on them. Yeah, the, the mush yeah, can't no, even I, help help the Giants. No, I agree. One. I agree. No, the, the Bills. I mean, the Bills have some injuries on the defense, but I I think their offense will be able to get quite a bit done, and their defense still has enough left to to slow the vaunted Giant attack down. So, yeah, obviously pick the Bills. <laughs> All right, guys. So there, there's some other, some other, some other games out here. Let's just maybe do a little, little rapid fire, right? Um, 
Baltimore at Tennessee. Baltimore, I guess we can talk about this for a minute. What a horrible loss. I don't know how. I mean, the Steelers have three wins, and I feel (laughs) like haven't played a good game. And it's like it's like typical Tomlin, like they're going to get better as the season goes on Um, for them. I mean, they should (laughs) we should be talking about them like we're talking about the Pats and the Giants and Carolina. And they 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 pull these games out of the fire. But Baltimore just what a what a putrid performance, huh, senior? Yeah, I mean, you call it pulling the game out of the fire was really handed to him. I mean, I think eight drop passes. Then uh, there was the play where um, that pick. Yeah, you can't throw that pick. That pick was the worst play. That yeah. I was building to that the play where the receiver fell down. Flowers fell down. It would have been a touchdown, and he just slipped and fell. He had like three steps on the defender, plus about eight drops, and they the stupid safety. But then, <laughs> but then the worst was what, about three or four minutes left when he threw that pick in the end zone. That was just. That was all, you know, we, again, great player, but that was just awful by Lamar. Like, what are you doing? They, you couldn't possibly have a game handed to you any more than that. They handed it to him. They, as bad as they were playing, all these things I talked about, eight drop passes, the guy falling down, all kinds of crazy stuff. They were ahead the whole game still. I mean, the Steelers were doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's got to be, they're the worst three and two team in the history of football. <laughs> really, they're awful. And with the, with what we saw where it looks like Burroughs calf is better. And I mean, I still, I say, I, I, I think the Bengals had a clear front runner and clear best team in that division and should win it. I mean, the Ravens, that's a, that's a joke by the Ravens. Awful, just awful. And screw the Steelers. I mean, they they didn't win that game. That's not a win. That's a that's a freaking gift from the gods, really. Just awful. I hate seeing the Steelers get a gift like that. That sucked. <laughs> Thank you, senior. That, that, no, that's uh, the analysis I was looking for right there. That was good. Yeah. Um, and the Steelers are on a bye this week. So, and they get Deontay Johnson back after the bye. I mean, you do have to give, like, like, I know they handed him the game, but that was a nice, a nice throw to Pickens. Oh, Pickens played a heck of a game. He's the only Steeler that you can say things about, right? He, he looked good. He played a great game. Pickett, Pickett, that was a nice, I mean, he checked, he checked to that, to that play. And that was that the winning touchdown was a really nice throw. Yeah, that was a good throw. There was one of Pickens catches where he made a really, it was like the old Michael Irvin. Thing that John always talks about that, that he got away with. I mean, he really pushed off <laughs> real bad. But hey, you know, the, the kid looks really good. Okay, there's there's your there's your one positive for the Steelers. The other thing I was going to say is uh, probably Big Ben and the bus were probably were drinking and enjoying that victory, and it's too bad because I thought I was hoping <laughs> the bus would go over two after what. Louisville did Saturday night. Sorry, sorry, Irish. All right, and Tennessee, Tennessee is just like a on like one week they look good, the next week they don't. And this was this was a, not a good week for them. They lost. 
They lost to Indianapolis 23 to 16. Anthony Richardson got knocked out of the game. Um, Jonathan Taylor in big news signed a big contract before the game. And then it was like clockwork. Zach Moss showed why you don't pay running backs. He looked like a prime Walter Payton against Tennessee 165 yards later. Um, so they, they Tennessee loses 23 to 16. They're, they're, they're one of these teams. It's very difficult to predict. Like you were saying, senior, this game is in Tennessee, Baltimore at, Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. It's in London. I screwed that up again. Nine 30 in the morning, Baltimore at 10, Baltimore at Tennessee in London. So neutral field. I just, I, I feel like, like, I feel like Tennessee's going to win this game. I, I, I don't like Baltimore. I, I, I agree. They gave that game away. And I just think I think Tennessee is good. I think it's a Henry game. These these 930, these London games tend to be screwy and not a lot of offense, which I think kind of favors the Titans and their running game. So it's going to be a close one. I think it's a three three point game either way. And I'm going to go with the Titans. John, uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens to bounce back. They just uh, the, the that's just the. Uh, the well, it's no longer the Heinz Field, the Accra Shore, or whatever the hell stadium it's called, the uh, curse. They, they, something always happens uh, where they fall, they come up short in uh, in Pittsburgh. It's just one of those uh, rivalry things, and uh, I, I think the Ravens will bounce back and uh, and, and pull out a close, uh, ugly 2017 uh, over the Titans. Senior, and the bizarre thing about the Tennessee game is that what Tennessee is usually really good against the run, but you can throw on them. Who would have saw Zach Moss having this huge game? That that part of it makes no sense to me. So I think, I think the Tennessee run defense bounces back. I think they are one of those topsy turvy teams. And yeah, I'm going to go with the cowboy on this one and pick Tennessee to kind of, the way you guys both call the game, kind of low scoring ish, but the but the but the Titans get the get the close victory. Nick Folk makes the game winning field goal. I know the other team's got a pretty good kicker too that could make the game winning field goal, but Nick Folk doesn't miss, and he kicks a game winning field goal, and Tennessee wins by three. All right. And we did Washington at Atlanta. We did Minnesota at Chicago. Seattle at Cincinnati is a good game. Seattle coming off a bye. Cincinnati, um, who I picked to lose, turned it around. Looked like that. Looked like looked like the actual Bengals for the first time all season against Arizona. Um, Burrow specifically looked like he is. Um, he looked healthy which is huge for them. They started off slow last year. So this is a, this is a really good game. The game's in Cincinnati. I, I think the Bengals, I believed what I saw last week against Arizona. And maybe the, maybe I'm foolish for that. It's a one-week sample size when the other weeks did not look good. But I think, I think they're back. And I think Seattle will not get 11 sacks in this game. That's a, that's a prediction I'm confident in. And we're going to go, we're going to go, Bengals at home, senior. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I think the, the, the that is the the big big key from what we saw from the Bengals before. And that was Burrow could move. He's got to be able to move around a little. That offensive line isn't very good. It hasn't been since he's been there, but he's always been able to overcome it. 
and make those clutch throws and be able to move good enough to avoid the rush, make a run once in a while. And I didn't think, I didn't see him getting healthy this quick. I mean, I was questioning the fact that maybe they should have sat him and let him get healthy, but somehow he recovered. He was, he was moving around really well in that game. You wouldn't have known he had any calf injury. And we all know that Jamar Chase is always open. So as he, as he, seven yeah, eleven, he yeah, he's always open. <laughs> so I, I just think that they're, they're a better team than Seattle with, with Burroughs healthy and, the game's in Cincinnati. So, yeah, I'm going with the back, two in a row for the Bengals. All right, John. Yeah, the three-man mush, in effect. Uh, oh, the, Gino's the Bengals, got this one. The, the Bengals found their mojo. Uh, Chase, 19 targets to shut him up, and uh, he was all he was all over. And uh, Burrow gets healthier by, by the week. Uh, the three-man mush, in effect. All right, we have Carolina at Miami. Mm. Um that's a three-man mush, I think, yeah. for the Dolphins. Any any yeah. objections, boys? No, no, no um, danger there. Yeah. Even right. without HN. Yeah. Um, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. We talked about Indy. That's going to be Gardner Minshew in a revenge game against the Jaguars. The Jaguars coming off an improbable victory against Buffalo. Buffalo did not play good in that game. Is an understatement. They 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 played awful. But Jacksonville did look did 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 it look pretty good. The game's in Jacksonville. Part of me, I I think Indy hangs in this game, and I think they might win the game. I think they're a little better than people give them credit for. But I'm gonna go with the chalk here and go with the Jaguars in a close one. John. Yeah, the the, the Jaguars. I. I... They've uh, struggled on offense, uh, but their, their defense has been real solid. Uh, Got to give them credit uh, how they shut down the Bills. So. Uh, I'm going to uh, kind of big. Uh, the Colts with the, you know, Richardson's already uh, gotten hurt in like three out of the, you know, the, the five games he's already had to leave. So he's, he's, he's looking like he's got to learn how to, uh, you know, not take so many hits uh, if, if he wants to have a long career there. But uh, I, I think the Jaguars are going to get the, their offensive uh, mojo a little more week by week because uh, their defense is, uh, is real solid, real impressive. So the, so the Jaguars in by more than 10. All right, uh, senior. Oh. It's going to be another bush because uh, I think I think the Jaguars' offense starting to find their stride. Last week, Lawrence looked better. Got Ridley more involved. Yeah, those sideline uh, Ridley by the side those sideline catches. They they found something there. Yeah, definitely. So they got a pretty they got a they got a better offense than what they've shown. I mean, they were the team that went went to the AFC title game last year, and we've been waiting to see it and. They're starting to come around it's offensively. Like John said, the defense has been solid right through. So yeah, I, I see them beating the Colts, though. So sweet. All right. New Orleans at Houston. Another good game. So I think we, we talked about both of their games, but didn't didn't pick this game. Um, Texans at home. Senior. Yep. Oh, boy, we're being way too agreeable this week. But, yeah, I like the Texans, too. New Orleans flexed their muscles last week. That it's one of those – it's it's going to be one of those things, like with the, what we say about the Broncos, where you, it was against the Pats. you got to qualify it. Big deal. Uh, I like Houston. And Houston at home, that up-and-coming team with a good young quarterback and good receivers. And 
good enough defense to definitely slow the Saints offense down. So, yep, I take Houston in a fairly close game, but Houston. John? Uh, I'm not going to avoid the three-man mush. I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. Uh, although uh, the, the Texans, you, you figure they'd be even better than uh, – they, they've played even better than two and three. But uh, I, I have a feeling the, the rookie struggles in the first game. Uh, Saints' defense is, is pretty tough, uh, even against uh, a good competition, which they didn't face last week. But uh, I'll, go, I'll go with the Saints' uh, experience of, over the Texans. All right. Picked it, picked it. One more. Detroit at Tampa. Another good game. Senior talked wow. about the Senior Great talked game. about the Lions earlier. They they got took care of business against Carolina. They look like the real deal. It's 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 a nice thing for them to have a good team. They're a very likable team. Um, and they're a dark horse in the NFC where, where they could they could make some noise. And Tampa, another feel good story. Baker Mayfield doing his best Geno Smith impression this year. They are, uh, they are three and one coming off a bye at home where they are going to beat the Detroit lions. Ride the wave Baker senior. Uh, I know no where way. you're going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. You know, uh, I, the Bucks I know are a big surprise at three and one, but I don't think they're going to continue this. I don't think they're a real contender. And I, I'm not a big Baker fan either. I think he could come crashing down at any moment. I don't know if you guys know. Does anybody know if uh, is Amon Ross St. Brown going to play? Is he going to be back? I mean, that it was probably not, I believe, is what I think it was probably not. But nah, it doesn't look good. doesn't look good. The way no. they're running the ball, they can be okay without him. Too. I mean, Goff got it done without him last week. and. Mm. They're running game. Their offensive line is just so damn good. That, ta- that Tampa defense, that Tampa front is good against the run. Vita Veyer well, and the boys. Well, we'll see. They may beat their match with this offensive line. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and Aiden Hutchinson and that defense are going to give ba- – he's going to be in Baker's face all day. That, that could lead to a three or four pick performance by Baker. The, the real Baker comes out. So, yeah, I go with uh, let's roar. What's with the negativity toward Mayfield? He's a nice story. He's been really good this year. So far this year. He's, we're very early in the season. It's four games. <laughs> Baker's got a shelf life. The real Baker will come out. You know, if they of, if they come out and, and of all the guys it, to be saying Saying that to me, I don't know anyone who's trashed Baker Mayfield in the past more than you, Cowboy. He's re, he's rejuvenated. He's, 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 the, he's, the, he's, the, he's got the Geno thing going, you know. He, got, he just needed time to develop. John, who do you like here? I'm poor poor Baker, lot. senior. Poor Baker. We would We would kill for Baker Mayfield in New England. Uh, it'd be the same with this Pats team that would it wouldn't be too good either. Come on, <laughs> be, the, be the same results with the uh, with our teams. Uh, yeah, he he's in that mix. Uh, you know, it's not about the quarterback; it's the team. But I'm roaring with the senior and the Lions. Uh, they they look great on the road. Uh, they 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 won in like two of the tougher places. Uh, the opener versus Kansas City, and they destroyed uh, Green Bay and Green Bay. So good test for them. They got uh they they go to Baltimore next week, so let's see if that road continues. But I I, I think they're going to make it a three on the road. 
But you, I mean, you know, you guys are going to say I'm crazy, but if, if, if Tampa comes out and Baker has a big game and they, they, they whoop up on Detroit, there's going to be like that little dark horse MVP chatter for him. Uh, I think I carried away with the MVP, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) you could could go, go on to a sports book. You could get some pretty long odds on that one right now. (laughs) Get it before the odds go down. Yeah. That 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 South though is is interesting. Uh, you know, Atlanta with with Atlanta, New Orleans, and Tampa all, all battling it out. That's going to be a, three decent teams. Yeah, yeah. And they could be or, or as we like to say, year. three teams that could beat the Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> How about them Cowboys? All right. Well, guys, this was a, a fantastic episode. We covered every game. Um, we talked about our, our, our hapless teams. It's okay. We still love football, thankfully. So we are here on the North South connection podcast network. Check out all the other great content. I only have one other show. It is a talking docs with Jennifer and Logan. We talk about documentaries. We just recently uh, did an episode on chimp empire, which was a, a fantastic documentary. John, anything, anything you'd like to discuss plug? Uh, the, our, our, our buddies, uh, Keithy Langston and, uh, Matt Souza got a a la carte with, uh, Keithy, which is, uh, a very entertaining, uh, podcast. Uh, the great Keithy Langston is a, a very funny guy and, uh, get, gets up close and personal with Matt Souza. So one of our buddies, so check that out. Right. And senior, I know you had a, uh, you had a little, little monologue. Do you have anything, anything for the close here? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, uh, looking forward to another good week of football week six remember the 16 guarantee you can hold me to that another good week don't watch the sunday night game and uh don't watch uh <laughs> whatever game whatever time the uh, patriots play red zone <laughs> all right so for 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 mr for mr john and for for senior another great week boys i'm the cowboy and i'm out tune in everyone Let's roar.